Planning caregiving for a senior involves family decisions. So, in part two of this two-part episode, we're discussing how to approach siblings or other family members about arranging care for a parent or another loved one. Our guest, April Suva Sarovi. She's Senior Community Relations Specialist for Arden Courts, a ProMedica Memory Care Assisted Living. This is Happily Ever After 40, a podcast from ProMedica, where we discuss midlife health and well-being. Thanks for listening. I'm Joey Waller. Hi, April. Thanks for continuing our discussion. I am happy to be here. Great to have you with us. So first, when planning caregiving for a senior, why is involving all of the immediate family so important? Well, I don't know about you, but I have siblings. <laughs> and if they aren't included in the conversation, whoa, that makes for some fun time. So it is truly important that everybody's on board when it comes to having these discussions. Family dynamics are so different for each and every family. You may have a large family, a small family. You have families that get along and families that don't get along. So it's not going to be cookie cutter situation for everybody. But the idea is include everybody, whether they like it or not, and then that will make sure that there's not difficulties in communication down the road. So having said that, what are a few of the tasks involved in this process that relatives can divvy up to make the planning process easier for everyone? Well, first of all, definitely want to make sure that you have the communication in place to have conversations with your family. So whether it's distributing the tasks, I think that you have to look at it from the perspective of, okay, first, who's on board? Going back to that first, who's on board with this? There's been changes with dad. We really need to have this conversation. This really hits home for me because my sister is the primary caregiver for my dad who is out of state. And we work really hard to manage him and our sibling relationship. And so when you're divvying up these tasks, you want to make sure that we're each on board for them and we understand clearly the responsibility of those tasks. So, for example, my sister's in charge of the physician's appointments. My sister's in charge of having those conversations with the doctors and nurses. I'm in charge of having the conversations with dad after them. How did they go? My other sister's in charge of visiting on certain days to spend quality time with him so my other sister gets a break. So just making sure that each person knows clearly what their task is and that they're okay with it. Well, as you allude to, April, relatives, of course, sometimes disagree, to say the least, on what care is best for mom or dad or whomever is involved. So what tips do you have for how they can work that out? And again, we realize, of course, that this takes on many different shapes, right? Yes. So this kind of makes me smile and chuckle a little bit. Because my sister will call, and the first thing I hear is, your father. And, and then I immediately know, uh-oh, something's going on. It's like when I tell my wife her daughter is crying. Yes, exactly. And so I think we work very hard at, and I'm not saying there hasn't been some obstacles, but we work very hard because we set up some really good guidelines for our relationship and our communication with each other. And so some tips I can give is, number one, be respectful. Be respectful to each other. Remain calm in the situation. Even if one of one person's having a moment and needs to vent, remain calm. 
and focus on the present situation and needs. Sometimes a lot of people will go back and say, you weren't there for this or you didn't do this. And it's really best to focus on, okay, so this is what's going on today. This is the current situation and this is really what needs to be done. Try not to focus on the past and speak only for yourself because in caregiving and in relationship, we can't speak for other people. I can't say you're feeling stressed. I may be feeling stressed, but you may be okay. Or you're in a moment of grief and you're hurt right now. And I'm not, and I'm dealing with it a lot better. So if you're upset and you have to communicate something, only speak for yourself in that moment. And think about your nonverbal communication and your body language. So if you are in front of your partner in caregiving, Make sure that your nonverbals, how your face is showing, how you're presenting your body language, that it's not dominating, that it's not in an angry moment or your face isn't giving a what the heck kind of face. You want to make sure that you are presently calm and in the moment with them in a very calm posturing position for them. Gotcha. So what are some of those important decisions and discussions that need to be addressed during the caregiving process that family members need to come together on? So hopefully your parent has made those decisions for you and it's making it a lot easier. My dad, for example, made the decision of he wanted a DNR. He has that DNR framed in a nice glass photo frame and it's hanging on the wall so everybody knows that should something happen, this is what you do. So my sisters and I, that it has alleviated the stress for us of having to make those very difficult decisions and discussions with him. Other things that they may have to make sure are the finances in place. If someone has a dementia diagnosis, do we need a guardianship in place for them? I have seen so many different family dynamics and so many different situations that has happened over the course of time with some families and fighting and arguing. And the core idea for them is when they can all work together. And so is it time for hospice? Is it time for maybe someone to have skilled care? Or is it time for them to have an additional caregiver in the home? But the idea is to make sure that when they have those conversations, it's not just one person making the decision, that they're all doing it together. And you're serious, right? Your dad actually has his health directive framed. I'm not lying. It's on the wall. (laughs) Well, I guess that's a lot better than having to rummage through closets or attics or wherever else to try to find it if you don't know, right? Oh, absolutely. How important is it from your experience, April, in just all the family trying to keep in mind, even if they do disagree at times, that they need to do what's best for the recipient, not what's best for them. And it might sound like, duh, but people do lose sight of that in these situations, don't they? Oh, for sure. Every person is going to be going through their own emotions through this. So if their parent is sick, each person may have had a different relationship with that parent. Each one is going to be grieving in different ways through these processes. And it's not easy. It's hard. But being on the same page together and, you know, again, practicing those good communication skills, keeping everyone in the loop, letting family members know when their help is wanted and needed allows them to be able to enjoy their loved one through these stages, even though they're difficult. If everybody is a team player and on the same page and doing what's in the best interest of their parent, then they can enjoy these last stages of their loved one's lives 
together and as a family unit versus against each other. And then finally, even in a best case scenario, let's say good planning has been done ahead of time by mom or dad and all the siblings are on board and in agreement on most everything. Still, needless to say, these decisions, these discussions can be very stressful for kids. What advice do you have in trying to manage that and get through this process? Sure. And remember, it's how you say things, how you say things so that those good communication skills are important. When you keep everyone in the loop and everybody knows what's going on, even if it's a doctor's appointment, even if it's just an update for the day of this is what dad did today, right? My sister's really good with group text for my other sister and I. And so we make sure she sends out a group text. This is what happened today. This is how he did, or this is how the doctor's appointment went. So we're not out of the loop. We know what's going on all as a family unit. And then remember, you can't read each other's minds. If you don't express what you're feeling, if you don't say, I need a break and I would like to have this needed, I need someone to come here and sit with dad for an hour so I can go to the store. People can't read minds. And so it's important that communication and that they're expressing their needs and wants in the moment because you'll never get your point across. Allow members to help in ways that they are able. So I've seen, you know, some people work full time. Some family members live out of town and aren't able to put in their caregiving time that they should or need to or can. So help is going to look different and be respectful of that, that you may have taken on the caregiving in the home but that other person may not be able to be there the way you are. So how is that help going to be different for them? And then having family meetings, it's a must. In person, virtually, come together with a cup of coffee in the morning, a bottle of wine in the evening, whatever it may be. But have those family meetings. Talk. Talk is a must. Communicate. Share your feelings and be a, a strong family unit for your loved one. Well, again, really good advice. And Certainly much of it, in your case, comes from personal experience. Folks, we trust you're now more familiar with discussing caregiving with the immediate family. And we invite you to listen to part one of this episode on addressing planning with the recipient. April, thanks so much again. Thank you so much. And for more information, please visit Prometica.org. Again, that's Prometica.org. If you found this podcast helpful, please do share it on your social media. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, stay happily ever after 40. I'm Joey Wallace.